Hello, and welcome back. Today for our third special podcast, in collaboration with BirdLife to celebrate the International Day of Forests, I speak with Mami Reza Molina, Forest Program Manager for Africa. Mami describes his upbringing in Madagascar and his ongoing work across various nations in different climates, states of poverty and vulnerability. He goes into detail on the methods used by BirdLife to successfully bring about positive conservation change, the behind-the-scenes challenges that conservation organisations face, impacts on local communities and future predictions. If you like this episode, like to follow more of Mammy's work, please follow the links in the description. And if you'd like to support us, you can make a donation at restoralplant.org or follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Enjoy the conversation. Hello and welcome back to a special edition podcast from Restore Our Planet. I'm here to join with Mammy Raza Molina from BirdLife Africa. So Mammy, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Jack. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. So, Mami, to kick things off, would you mind telling us a little bit about your background and your upbringing? Uh, sure. Um, my name is Mami, Mami Ida Samuel. I'm from Madagascar. Uh, born there, raised there, um, finished my, my studies there, and uh, worked in the conservation uh, field uh, for quite some time now, uh, a little bit more than 15 years. And uh, yeah, that's uh, passionate about forests, uh, nature in general, but uh, forests more specifically. And uh, I'm now the Africa Forest Program Coordinator. All right, nice. And can you tell us a little bit at about Bird- the, oh, sorry, yeah, at BirdLife Africa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah at BirdLife Africa. <laughs> Absolutely. So would you mind telling us a little bit for those who might not know much about Madagascar, the kind of the general state of conservation and trees and, and other sort of habitat um, conditions? Sure, um, definitely. Um, Madagascar is that, uh, you know, that big island off the coast of Africa to the east coast of Africa, something like 250 miles away from Mozambique. Um and it's it's considered by many as a like a like a subcontinent basically uh, because it's it's big it's a it's a country that is uh, the size of uh, the same size as Kenya. Um, um, it has um, it is famous mostly for its biodiversity, uh, the, the uh, plants and animals. Uh, it has a lot of um, uh, a very high level of um, of uh, endemism, uh, which means uh, plants and animals that cannot be find, found anywhere else than in the country. Um, yeah, and in terms of forest, um, Madagascar has uh, different types of forest uh, ac- across the country. You can you can have uh, rainforests to the east, dry forests to the west of the country. Uh, spiny forest, which is a totally different type of forest in the south. Uh, we have mangroves as well. Uh, with 5,000 kilometers of coast, uh, we have quite a bit of mangroves, uh, especially mostly on the west coast of the, of the country. Yeah, uh, and um, uh, the country is, uh, just to provide you with a little comparison, uh, 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 an idea of, uh, of uh, the country, uh, Madagascar is the same size, most more or less the same size of Ke- as Kenya, but it has half of the population, twenty-five million. All right. Yes. Okay, it's a nice little uh, nice little start there. So, of course, Africa is a very big continent. 
and you work for Proactive mm-hmm. Africa, which means that there are many countries and area of uh, of work that you're involved with. So let's let's start with um, got a little bit of a list here. So tell us about your work in Sao Tome and Principe to kick things off. Uh, Sao Tome and Principe, uh, our work, uh, BirdLife Africa work in Sao Tome and Principe focuses more mostly on, 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 on the protection or the uh, protection of two of the protected areas there. Uh, so uh, basically it consists of uh, uh, putting in place measures and mechanisms and uh, structures, uh, management structures um, that would ensure um, the protection and the sustainable uh, management of the resources in those protected areas. Uh, protected is why protected areas because protected areas are those uh, uh, forests. Um, we are talking about uh, uh, forest protected areas. There are also marine protected areas, but uh, um, we are discussing about uh, forest um, uh, terrestrial protected areas here, uh, and mainly forests. Um, so those are um, places forests that have um, high um, biodiversity um, that has a lot of uh, the, they are the habitat of uh, of uh, uh, of uh, plants and animals um, uh, that are still in more or less uh, in an intact form uh, that should be preserved from from uh, conversion into other types of uh, land use uh, for agriculture or for any other type of of uh, of use basically. So yeah, uh, so some of the some of the work we we have in, in Sao Tome and Principe was uh, to to put in place those management plan for the prote- protected areas, uh, the structure um, that the management structure like uh, uh, ensuring that uh, there would be accountability and responsibility and. Uh, uh, also budget uh, to to accompany the, the, those uh, those mechanisms uh, those structures okay all yes. right so moving on a little bit geographically speaking that is so tell us about your work in Sierra Leone and Angola and Liberia and that part of Africa yes um, another part uh, in the continent that we work on is uh, the West Africa uh, subregion. And more specifically, we, we are uh, focusing on the Guinean forest of West Africa. It's a, it's a specific type of forest, which, is, which can be found uh, between, uh, from, from the West between Guinea and uh, Nigeria, Cameroon, the border between Cameroon and, and Nigeria. So it's across the forest that we can find across that, that area is called the Guinean forest of West Africa. And um, uh, we are focusing within that, we are focusing more on, on, on uh, the Gola landscape, um, which is uh, a transboundary uh, forest between Liberia and Sierra Leone. And our work, our work there is consists in um, predominantly in, as in Sao Tome, to ensure that uh, the protected areas are sustainably managed, um, but also because in that part of the, uh, in those uh, forests, uh, there are lots of pressure. So the, um, actually in Africa, it's, uh, 
the Guinean forests of West, West Africa recorded um, one of the highest deforestation rates uh, between since 2000, between 2000, uh, um, it, it quadrupled uh, in the past uh, few decades. So it's, it's really under threat. So that, that was, that's one of the reasons why it's, uh, it's a priority um, uh, area for us to work in. Uh, around the protected areas, um, we are, there are people living or dependent on the forests, right? for their living, for their subsistence, but they are not uh, living inside the protected areas because it's still a thick forest um, uh, rich in, in, in biodiversity. So another aspect that we are working on is the community forest management. Uh, so the community forests uh, play a role of buffer basically around the protected areas. So uh, the, the, uh, the idea is to provide to, to raise awareness uh, uh, of those communities to, um, to be aware of the value of the forest and to provide them with alternatives as well, because most of the time it's uh, uh, because of the fact that they don't have alternatives for their livelihoods that they encroach in the forest and clear them for uh, having agricultural land or something like that, or mining or poaching, uh, hunting animals or, uh, uh, or, or so on. So that's, that's another area we are working on. Um, uh, the third... Uh, East yes. Africa. Yes. <laughs> East Africa, in East Africa, uh, an element that is not so much present uh, yet uh, for, uh, in West Africa or in Sao Tome uh, is the, the fact that um, uh, we are, uh, BirdLife is having a uh, quite uh, a large project in terms of reforestation and forest restoration, which means planting trees to replace the forest that was damaged before, uh, basically. Uh, whether it's uh, within, uh, still within a forest, uh, a standing forest, but uh, which was uh, select selectively logged or, or which was degraded uh, partly, or outside of the forest where trees need to be planted because of different reasons for energy purpose. Uh, uh, one thing we shouldn't forget is that uh, in, in many countries in Africa, um, uh, um, uh, charcoal or fuel wood uh, is still the main source of energy, especially for cooking. So, so timber, uh, the wood is still very much important uh, for, for the households, for their survival and for their subsistence. And so what is bird life doing in that case? What, what is the, the challenges to try to change the, the sources of energy? And what are the alternatives? Uh, are, uh, one of the, one of the uh, options is planting trees. Uh, you know, because if people has, have to use uh, uh, wood uh, to, make, to, pro, to make charcoal, for example, or to, um, uh, to, to use as fuel wood, they have to um, uh, take it from somewhere. And the easiest way would be from the forest, right? And uh, uh, if, if there are plantations that are closer to the village or to or uh, or uh, or trees that can grow faster than than it would uh, grow in the in, in in the primary forest, 
that would provide an alternative already uh, for for people to use uh, within within a few years, as opposed to a primary forest, tropical forest would grow would need a lot of uh, several decades to to reach the the their uh, mature stage. Uh, so uh, a while uh, plantation uh, would uh, would be uh, mature and ready to use, especially for energy, uh, within five, six, seven years. So that's that's one alternative. And um, our work uh, in 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 Kenya, in um, in Madagascar, it's starting as well. Is to to provide support to the partners, national. Bird life partners, uh, especially in Nature Kenya and a city in Madagascar, uh, for them to um, to to conduct reforestation and uh, forest restoration work in priority landscapes. For example, in Kenya, in Kenya, for example, um, uh, our partners, uh, bird life partners, uh, Nature Kenya is uh, conducting large scale. Uh, forest restoration work in Mount Kenya, which is an area that is which is the uh, the water catchment for that provides basically it means it collects water the the uh, water and releases it uh, gradually uh, to provide water uh, for uh, drinking water for the for a big part of uh, Nairobi. Uh, so it's uh, it's the yeah it's the it's the reservoir uh, of 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 the outskirts of Nairobi. What have been some of the challenges of birdlife initiatives? For example, you mentioned that before the podcast, you might have had a, a few stories of of things that happened with uh, with some people in some instances. Sure, definitely. There were there were. Uh, I, I have a, a an example, uh, an an anecdote. Um, we were, um, you know, we, we were working uh, in uh, a com community forests uh, management, right? So those are, you have to get awareness, to raise awareness uh, uh, for people to, to include, basically to, 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 ah. It's okay. Um, yeah, basically it's uh, for people to uh, let me let me take it uh, uh, take it again uh, yeah, yeah of course of let course me, take let time. me redo it actually the, the example I was thinking was not at birth <laughs> <laughs> it was from another experience but I think that's okay it, tell it, us about your experience tell us about it, your experience and then we can talk yeah. a little bit more about bird life's impacts in local communities so tell me about your experience yes. first yes okay uh, one of uh, uh, an example of a challenge that we uh, I encountered uh, in my uh, career was um, you know like as a, a, a community forests are um, uh, are intended to be the buffer buffer zone around protected areas where uh, if there are activities the communities would be able to control it to mitigate the pressure on on the forest uh, in the protected area in the core inside uh, of the perimeter um, so if the community forests uh, are the belt around around the protected areas uh, but communities are not 
uh, homogeneous, right? All around the protected areas. So uh, the challenge we encountered um, was that there were several communities that were against uh, uh, the community forest management. It's their land. Uh, they cannot be forced. They cannot be obliged to comply with, I mean, to, to, to be part of the community forest management. But, uh, uh, but the impact was that if pressures comes from those, from those community forests who refused to be part of the scheme, then all the efforts of all of the other would be in vain, basically. So uh, luckily, uh, what happened was that after maybe a year and a half of back and forth, back and forth, convincing discussions, uh, campaign awareness, uh, and when they started to see that their neighbors, their, the, the, their, their communities that live next to them, uh, got some, some benefits from, from the community forest management, then they, it was them who asked us to be part of the, of the structure of the mechanism. So that was, uh, at, at the same time, it was a challenge, but uh, in the end, it worked out fine. So, so that, that's, that's an example of uh, All right. things that we encountered on Interesting. a daily basis. So now tell me yep. a little bit about the successes BirdLife's initiatives have had with local communities. Yes. Okay. Uh, with local communities, uh, a few examples uh, I might, uh, I can share with you. Um, like in Madagascar, uh, BirdLife is working on a, on a specific landscape in the southeast of the country, uh, a landscape called Tsitungambarike, uh, where our par par partner uh, Asiti is, um, is, the, is working on the implementing uh, the, uh, the conservation, forest conservation work on the ground. Um, um, the protected areas, um, uh, the protected area over there, it's a protected area. The landscape is a protected area. So uh, as part of the, the structure, the mechanism to put in place that the bird life put in place uh, in that protected area for the, uh, in that protected area was the um, uh, training of rangers and, and, and the community eco guards um, and from 2000, uh, 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 an example of a tangible uh, result, from 2020 to 2021, the number of um, um, uh, encroachment or, or um, infractions in the forest that were reported went from 52 to 27 in the span of a one year, just one year because of those controls and patrolling and uh, and, uh, and other measures for the protected areas. Uh, another example of uh, success so far is the um, uh, training, training of uh, 80 uh, eco guards and, and uh, in the Gola landscape. Uh, so that's in West Africa. Um, that, that's, that's also going to be uh, very, very important for the future of the, of the conservation of those uh, uh, five protected areas beca because in, in Nicola there are five protected areas uh, as opposed to one protected area uh, that we are working uh, in, in Madagascar or 
um, or two protected areas in Sao Tome and Principe. Um, yeah, so those are a few of the of the examples in terms of livelihoods, because as as I said, as I described earlier, uh, most of the pressures uh, that are uh, put on the forest comes from the fact that people don't have any other alternative to uh, to to live uh, for their livelihood. So one area that uh, is being implemented, uh, that is one result that we already have, is the construction of a center, a demonstration center, development show showcase center in Madagascar, in that same landscape, where um, uh, improved agricultural techniques for, uh, are, are being uh, promoted and uh, uh, are being the object of exchanges, peer exchanges between different communities, look, uh, communities uh, in order for them to improve uh, their their practices. So there's a, a few a few of the things that uh, that that we have. Uh, good, yeah. good, good. Lots of exciting work going on on over at uh, Life. Okay, so with all that happening. What kind of trends can you see happening over, again, this is a little bit broad, but in all these different areas, are we seeing, generally speaking, positive trends towards a more habitat protected, uh, different landscapes? Um, what do you think? What, what would you like to see as well as what do you think we will see by 2030 in these countries? Yeah, uh, I think uh, that's a really good question, Jack. Uh, if things go well, um, we are laying the foundations of the um, of the sustainable uh, protection and uh, management of those priority areas for now. Uh, so, if things go well, um, the Ten years from now, uh, the uh, it should be very um, obvious that uh, uh, loss of forests, for example, in mm. those protected areas or those uh, priority areas that we are providing, uh, we are working on, um, would be uh, would be less than elsewhere. That that's that's the that's the aim, um, but. Uh, and capacities of of people who are working towards that uh, that goal would be also enhanced. Their livelihoods wouldn't be wouldn't be so precarious because uh, one thing we shouldn't forget is that uh, there are many many people who are especially in rural areas um, living very close to those forests that we are protecting who are very much dependent on them, especially when crops fail. For example, due to due to drought or uh, or flood or something that are beyond their control. So, uh, if they have alternative livelihood that uh, prevent them from uh, depending too much on the forest resources, um, that that would be the aim uh, to to get. That would be the goal to get uh, uh, within uh, the next ten years, and. Obviously, in terms of finance, uh, because it costs to conserve and to, to manage those, those forests, uh, there are activities that uh, require money, there are um, uh, structures that uh, monitoring that, uh, that require 
uh, resources, people, um, and and so on. So the finance, uh, if uh, ten years from now, uh, the idea is to have uh, the goal is to have sustainable financing for those uh, for those priority areas, forest areas. Um, yeah, but we're not there yet. Not yet, yet. Okay, fingers crossed. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. So we're hoping for like a pretty you know steady foundation um, to build upon in the coming years. That's good to hear. That's a that's a good start at least. So, Mammy, what should we be talking about more that we might not be? Uh, yes, that's uh, related to to my point earlier. Uh, what we should be talking about more is how to ensure that we have enough resources to continue the work um, uh, in the long term, in the mid to long term. Because the fact is that most of the interventions, most of our work are grant dependent uh, dependent uh, for the moment, which means uh, we have to uh, get uh, funds from donors <clears throat> here and there uh, to, to finance the, the conservation, forest conservation work. And, um, when, when, uh, and, and, and the project uh, is rarely, um, uh, does rarely go beyond five years. Uh, and within five years, uh, in terms of uh, forest management, that's, that's quite short. Uh, so uh, if we are all, always dependent on grants uh, money, grants funding, um, we are always going to be able to plan only on a five year. Uh, cycle or three years or two years. Uh, and sometimes the reality is that there are gaps uh, in fundings. It's not that you are applying for a, for a, for a, a funding that you will surely get it. So sometimes there are gaps and when those gaps happen and there's no, the effort that were undertaken on the ground for, for decades or for several years, would be just lost in an instant, uh, and that's that that's very dangerous. Uh, I think that's that's something that we really should talk uh, more about um, going going forward. All right. So, Mammy, where can people find your work to follow you um, and bird life? Yeah, that is. Yes, um, we have a website, uh, birdlife.org. www.birdlife.org. Uh, birdlifeafrica.org that's the one <laughs> birdlifeafrica there we go <laughs> good good stuff all right we'll put yes. that in the description so mammy thank you so much for your time thank you very much jack <laughs>